Welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, we are coming into this new year of 2020, 5,780 in the Jewish calendar, and this is going to be an awesome year for us. Our church, All Nations Church, um, is actually having a fast, and it is a media fast to have breakthrough revival in the land. And that means that we're not watching any television, no radio, not even Christian television, which is my thing, and no radio, no no Twitter, no social media. Everything is off limits from Monday until Sunday. And I have now we're now in our third day and it is awesome. It's almost like being out in the country walking in the woods, the wind blowing through your hair. There's no more voices competing in your mind. You read your word and you get a direct revelation from the Father. Oh, yes, this is awesome. And I am expecting major fruit from this five-day media fast. Spiritual believers and listeners, We are coming into a time where we are going to have to step up and be prepared to enter into the glory zone. The glory zone is not like being under the anointing. The anointing is awesome. The anointing is good, but it's nothing compared to going into the glory zone. And guess what? You can go from glory to glory To glory. So there are even different levels of what? Glory. I was talking to um, the last uh, fast we went on was a food fast where we did not eat. We did not eat anything. All we did was drink water. And that was for three days. And birthed out of that came the prayer walk that we're going to, that we're doing at the state capitol steps. And um, Rodney is um, my co-lead with me on this. And He is the one that the Lord used to tell us to go on a media fast. And one of the interesting things is that we're expecting something even grander to come out of this media fast. One of the interesting things is that this will be March, the first Sunday in March. We will meet at the steps of the Capitol again. We will do the Jericho walk and it's really not that long a walk. It's back and forth through the two pillars right in front of the um, state Capitol seven times and which is 14 if you count it times two. So it's been really powerful. And what we are seeking is the end of all this violence in the land, the end of all the killing of young people. Every time we turn around, there was killings. Like I got started basically a few years ago, there was a a, a killing of a FAMU graduate. He had got his master's from FAMU. He had his own business. He was an entrepreneur, a beautiful young man, and he was murdered and they actually burned his place down to cover up the murder. And then uh, the next year, that was the story of the barber and his son and how this young man came in on drugs and actually he worked in that. He used to sweep the floors and 
he cocked the gun and shoot it at the son, but it did not go off. But he ended up shooting the father twice, killing him right in front of his little son. So it was a very tragic incident. And then the next incident was there was another shooting in the same area as I was going to work. There was the yellow tape. And I just felt a holy outrage. I just said, we, the body of Christ, we have the authority. We have the power. When Daddy God, our Father, Ua Vahe, when Lord God Christ Jesus, Yahshua Mashiach, when Lord God Holy Spirit, Lord God Ruha Kadash comes back, when Jesus comes back, He's not going to ask sinners why did they sin. He's going to ask Christians why did we not use the authority and power to step on the principality and powers, present darkness and host of wickedness in heavenly places? He's going to ask the church, why were we not about our father's business? So this is something that is really on my heart. And the next incident was another young man got um, shot at Regal Theater. He was a football player. At Rickers High School And my daughter actually knew him And and so that's really what propelled me And then with Rodney doing the Three day fast of just water That just solidified it So, And this is not a All Nations Church event This is the community event This is all churches are invited We will meet the first Sunday At the steps of the Capitol At 3.30pm Yes, 330 PM and we will do our prayer walk and we just quietly pray. We just walk back and forth and we quietly pray. Okay? And we expect to see signs and wonders and miracles. Spiritual believers and listeners, we need to be about our father's business. The Holy Spirit does not play the radio. That's a new colloquialism that is hot right now. <laughs> and I'm going to once again explain the difference from the anointing and the glory zone. The anointing. This is a problem where we have people who are not believers. This is a problem where we have people who are not Christians. And they see men and women of God operating in the anointing. And they're powerful. And they, they're doing signs and wonders and miracles. So all the demonic forces must bow their knee to King Jesus that is in us. However, the anointing does not, does not deal with the flesh. The flesh is something that we have to subdue. We have to submit to God's word, resist the devil, and he has to flee. But the problem is we don't want to submit to God's word. We want to do it our way. That individual was awful. That individual was wrong. You want to prove yourself right. Okay? So, I just want everyone to know that we need to be about our father's business. And guess what? We can't even have a bad attitude. Do you understand me? We must do right. We must do good. And we must cover everyone, everyone in love. We must cover everyone, everyone in what? Love. So spiritual believers and listeners hear 
what the Holy Spirit is saying, we are going to be called to step up and go into the glory zone. So in the anointing, there's the power of God. Things happen, signs and wonders and miracles in the anointing. But the flesh has to be checked by us. So that's why you can have these anointed men and women of God and then turn around doing some horrific things in the flesh, you know, making us look bad because basically people say, I thought they were saved. I thought they were a holy roller. I thought they they are human. And there is a fleshly side to all of us, including Christians. But when you go into the glory zone, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. Satan has to bow his knee. All his demons have to bow his knee. And guess what? Your flesh has to bow its knee also. And this is where we get the famous example of the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. When Christ Jesus came, he read from Isaiah and he stopped at the part where it talked about justice, right? And Isaiah 61, I believe that is. So he stopped at the part where he talked about justice. And that wasn't his dispensation. That was not his agenda. He came to save. He became to be the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. He came to die on the cross for every man, woman, and child on planet Earth in the past, in the present, and in the future. That was his agenda. That was God's agenda. He looked at the woman, the adulterous woman, who was caught right in the middle of adultery and loved on her and said, go and sin no more. He said, who has not sinned? You throw the first stone. Nobody could throw a stone because everybody has sinned. But guess what? He hadn't sinned and he could have thrown the stone, but he didn't. He basically told her, go and sin no more. He basically says, I love you and I've come to die for your sin of adultery. Right? And... So Jesus' agenda was different from the Holy Spirit's agenda. The Holy Spirit's agenda was about <laughs> getting things in order, getting the house in order, his bride in order for the return of his son, Christ Jesus. So Christ, so Holy Spirit was about rectifying and getting justice, rec, you know, recompense, um, Right. So what ended up happening was Ananias and Sapphira lusted after the acclaim and the accolades of what? Um, over the acclaim and the accolades of Barnabas. Right. So Barnabas was a very wealthy man and Barnabas sold some of his land and gave all the proceeds to the church. For the widows and the orphans and the people in need. And of course, the church, he received a lot of accolades and praise. And Ananias and Sapphira lusted after that. They wanted that. And so they went and got some land. They, had, they were wealthy too. They sold the land, but they took part of the money and hid it and brought a part of the money to Peter. 
So what is the issue here? Does God not want you to save part of your money? Of course God wants you to save. God wants you to do that. But this is where the problem that Ananias and Sapphira got into. They lied to the Holy Spirit and said this was all the money. Even Peter asked Ananias, was this all the money? And he said, you are lying not to me. You are lying to the what? Holy Spirit. And this is the age of what? Justice. Ananias dropped down dead and they took his body and they buried it in the back of the tent. Then a few hours later, the wife came in and unfortunately for her, she continued the lie with her husband. And guess what? She dropped down dead too. They took her body and they buried it in the back. Then I know some people say, well, what kind of God is this? What kind of God basically kills people? Well, if you look at the Old Testament, there was a lot of retribution when you sinned. Now we're in the dispensation of the church. We're in the dispensation of grace. And God is very merciful. But I believe God had to make an example for the people to understand that you cannot take the Holy Spirit lightly. He is God, just like Christ Jesus is God. He is God, just like Daddy God, you have I is God. And all Ananias had to do was, um, this is just part of the money. We did put aside some to save. They'd be alive. They, were, they wouldn't have died. Right? But they were trying to be like Barnabas. But they weren't willing to do what Barnabas did. A lot of people want what other believers have, but they don't want to pay the price. I was talking to my cousin who has had a great injustice done to her. Her mother has left, I know for a fact, almost half a million dollars, but it's being administered by um, her uncle. And it's, it's kind of not a good situation in the family. And I told her, that I would stand in the gap with her and pray because I said, only God can straighten this out. Only God can right this wrong. And I said, I sent her an email and I said, first, you're going to have to forgive your, your uncle. Um, you cannot be offended. And I know that's going to be hard because you're human. But guess what, spiritual believers? Guess what, listeners? We need to be superhuman. We need to be superman. We need to be super women. And the only way you're going to do that is through, is through the baptism, the second baptism of the Holy Spirit. The first baptism is like you're drinking a cup of water. The second baptism, you're thrown into the Pacific Ocean. You are, you are immersed with the Holy Spirit and you surrender your soul your body, your soul, and your spirit to the Father, to the Son, and to the Lord God, Holy Spirit. Well, I never heard back from her again because what I was asking her to do, she felt was not right. Why should I forgive him? Why should I not be offended? And the, the reality is, this is the protocol for the kingdom of God. If you want the blessings of the kingdom of God, if you want to um, have all the things that God ordains for you to have from the beginning of time, you got to get in alignment 
with his kingdom and in his kingdom, there is no hatred. There is only love in his kingdom. There is peace in his kingdom. There is joy in his kingdom. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, self-control against such there is no law. In his kingdom, you must love your enemies. In In this kingdom, you must forgive. And you got to cover sin with love. I'm in a situation right now that I've got to cover someone with love. It cannot be about me being right or this individual being wrong. I need to walk in what? Love and in, and be magnanimous, right, with this individual. So I'm trying to get the Holy Spirit to help me to do that because, you know, that's how it is. God wants us to operate in what? Love. Operating what? Love. So, spiritual believers and listeners, we need to understand that we are the ones that are going to be held accountable for people going to hell in a handbasket. He's not going to ask the sinners, why did you sin? That's all they can do is sin. Their nature is that way. No, we are going to be held accountable Because we need to walk in authority and power. We need to walk in love and forgiveness of others. Spiritual believers, this is going to be a great year. But let me share this with you. And I was just talking to Rodney as he was sharing with me about, you know, how the Holy Spirit had asked us to go on this five day media fast. No Twitter, no Facebook, no, no Christian television, no TV, no radio, no nothing, right? He said that there's going to be a manifestation. There's going to be some major fruit coming out of this because we're doing this as a corporate body. Okay. And corporate prayer is one of the highest levels of prayer. Right. You have touching and agreeing as one. You have the prayer of the elders. You have the prayer of supplication. You have the prayer of decreeing and declaring. There's all sorts of protocols, right, that we walk in in prayer. So we have to get our house in order and get in alignment with God's word. And if you love him, you will obey him. It's pretty simple. So when we don't obey him, we don't love him. So, this is what um, Rodney said. He basically said, when this is over, judgment is coming to the house of God. God, judgment comes to the house of God first. Did, Did you know that, people? Judgment comes to the house of God first. And guess what? When we recognize that judgment comes to us first, we need to get our our act together. So what exactly does that mean? Judgment comes to the house of God. Christians are going to heaven. You are saved. Basically, the blood of Jesus basically is the ultimate thing. You you have the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So you're going to heaven. But the issue is, what are you going to have heaven on earth? Are you going to, um, you know, try to... Uh, protect um, yourself from the enemy, right? So you need to obey 
And guess what? There are blessings that come with obedience. There are rewards on earth and in heaven for lining your life up with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Lord God Holy Spirit. Absolutely. That's Heaven's not going to be the same for everyone. Everyone's going to be in heaven, but we're going to have different roles and responsibility. Heaven is a city. It has I guess mayors, I don't know what the, how the legal, I don't know how the government structure is in that sense, but I know that we as believers will have, depending on what we did on earth, um, different roles and responsibilities in heaven. And we'll have blessings on what? The earth. So judgment comes to the house of God. This is what this means. Those who line themselves up with God and with all their heart and nobody's perfect. God, God looks at the heart, guys. He looks at our heart, not at the do's and don'ts of being um, perfect or nothing like that. He looks at our heart. He looks at the intent of our heart. And guess what? You're going to be rewarded. You're going to be what? Rewarded. However, those of us who are in the body of Christ and we don't want to line up with the kingdom of God, we don't want to love our enemies. We don't want to walk in forgiveness. We don't want to not be offended. Basically, we need to understand this. We need to understand this. And so what ends up happening is we... How can I put it? Are going to suffer loss. We're going to suffer loss. Dr. David, Dr. David, what do you mean by suffering loss? I mean, stuff is going to burn up. Blessing that you should have gotten, you're not getting. Um, you're going to suffer loss. You're going to heaven, but you're going to have suffer loss. Because God, the Holy Spirit, is not playing the radio. He needs his people to be in alignment. People are dying and going to hell in a handbasket. And we need to be about our father's business. And it's not about me running up to somebody, screaming and yelling at them, telling them that they're going to hell. Turn or burn. It doesn't work like that. That's not how Christ Jesus operated. Look at how Christ Jesus dealt with the, dealt with the human condition. Christ Jesus actually met a woman at the well who had been married five times, was shacking up, living together with another man, wasn't even married, right? And he did nothing but love her. He revealed himself. That's one of the places where Jesus actually revealed to a Samaritan woman, wasn't even a Jewish woman, a Samaritan woman. And if you don't know anything about the, the history between the Jews and the Samaritans, it's pretty, pretty bad. I mean, they were Jews did not like the Samaritans. Samaritans did not like the Jews. It's a lot, a lot of it's a lot of the um it's similar to a lot of the racial and the sexism and the racism and all the other isms that are out there that people, you know, turned on each other. And here was a Jewish man, the son of God, the Messiah, gently talking to her. Give me some water. I, if you knew who I was, you would ask for the living water where you will never thirst again. In this, I don't know if it was one hour or two hours, but in that short dialogue that woman went back into town and evangelized 
the whole city. Come and see a man that told me everything about myself. What made this so awesome was this woman was ostracized and she actually went at high noon, which is the hottest time to go get water because she didn't want to be around the gossiping ladies that were talking about her like a dog. Right. So Jesus loved this woman into the kingdom. Jesus loves people. The woman in adultery. Jesus loved that woman to the king. Nicodemus, who snuck out at night, didn't want to be seen with Jesus in the daytime. He was a Pharisee. Jesus loved people. He loved them into the kingdom. And we need to do the same. We need to. We. I know that I want mercy. I want tender kindness, right? So if you want mercy and you want tender kindness... Then you need to what? You need to get with God's program. You need to be about your father's business. You need to be prepared to walk in the glory zone. And guess what? Every knee going to bow, including your flesh. So what is this all about? This is about seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. You will be granted the desires of your heart. But guess what? If you love Christ Jesus, you're going to desire what the father desires. So it's very easy for God to give you the desires of your heart because you're in alignment with his word. So there's going to be loss for those Christians who do not Line their lives up with God's word. God is looking for another level of a walk, another level of walk with him in the kingdom. He wants us to walk in love. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't tell the truth, we, but we need to tell the truth with what? Love. I learned that lesson the hard way, <laughs> but I do it now. I need to tell the truth with what? Love. So, spiritual believers, I just want you to understand that there's a time of reckoning for the house of God. God is going to deal with his children first. Okay, now you say to yourself, well, what about all the calamities that are happening in the world? That's Satan. <laughs> Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Matter of fact, I look, I think about how... Awful. When I think about how Satan treated um, Jesus, and that, and think about it, that's how he wants to do us. He wants to crucify us. He wants to whip us. He wants to destroy us. He wants to destroy our children. He wants to destroy our destiny. Satan hates us because we are loved by the Father. Basically, we took his place, right? So he hates us. And what he did to Christ is what he's going to do to you and me if he can. But we're covered in the blood. We have ministering angels. We got the word of God. So what, what God is going to protect us. There's a door that, 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 um, no man is going to be able to shut. God is going to open doors for us and he's going to shut doors that no man can open. So what does this mean? What does this mean? What this means is this. We have to Line ourselves up with God's word if we want to have the blessings and benefits of God's word and if we want to be used by God because he needs Joseph's. He needs 
Joseph. Joseph did not destroy his brothers, even though he had the power to do that. He blessed his brothers. He blessed those that had misused and mistreated him. Esther. He needs Esthers. He needs Deborahs. He needs Samuels. He needs Peter and Johns and Marys. He needs us to get in alignment with his word so that we can love people into the what? Kingdom. We will be, you can join us on this um, media fast if you want. We will end it um, on Sunday, this coming Sunday. So please, please join us and recognize that there's going to be magnificent blessings that are going to come into your life because you are obedient and you're about your father's business. We think about how Satan just demolished Christ Jesus. But think about this. Guess what? All that pain, all that loss of blood, plucking of his beard, crown of thorns on his head, nails in his feet, nails in his hand, basically drowning in his own liquids. Then the crucifixion is a slow and agonizing death. But guess what? Jesus tapped into his imagination, which is, is as big as the universe. He tapped into his imagination. And guess what he saw? He saw you. He saw me. He saw all the people that would accept him as their Lord and Savior. And the joy of the Lord came over him and overrode all the pain. You should try it sometime. You should try it sometime. Let your imagination be on the things of God. Let your imagination be about our Father's business. And watch Him move on our behalf. Thank you so much for entering the Glory Zone with Dr. Edith Davis on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Oh, don't let me forget. Romans 10, 9. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be what? Saved. Thank you for once again joining me on Into the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Presence, Lord.